What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, we've got an amazing guest. She's been a real estate agent since 2008. She's been involved in property management. But for the last several years, she has spent her time educating and helping tons of people in lots of different industries, including a lot of real estate agents, how to do a better job of branding through social media. She's the founder of the company iMedia Exposure. She's spoken on stages. Welcome to the show, Farhana Cannon. Welcome to the show today, Farhana. How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited for you to tell our audience, you know, how they can do better at social media and have a better branding strategy overall. I know uh, you've got a lot of great tips on that kind of stuff. Before we dive into that, why don't you give our listeners and viewers today a little bit of background on who you are and how you got to where you are today? Hey everyone, my name is Farhana Cannon. I'm a global social media and brand strategist and the founder of iMedia Exposure. I help brands attract and convert their perfect client online. So I work with a variety of different industries, but I am also, you know, kind of a part of the real estate industry. I've probably had my real estate license for the last 10 years, primarily because my dad wanted me to have it. Um, my family has been in real estate all of my life. I was a little kid, like reading the maps, you know, having my mom drive to different showings. I was folding flyers for open houses, you know, pretending to show buyers around open houses, letting them know where the cookies were at. Um, so definitely have had my whole life in like the real estate industry. My parents own tons of property and I do some property management as well, which is not my favorite thing to do. So I started my own company and I started iMedia Exposure 10 years ago. And I really saw that there was like, I was working in a lot of event marketing and I saw that there was a missing and people weren't really leveraging social media. Of course, nowadays there's you know, billions of people utilizing social media to market themselves and get more brand exposure. Um, so I help businesses really create a solid marketing plan, create content and create a strategy so that they can get the most out of the time they're spending online. Are, are you still uh, active in real estate as an agent or property manager? Yes, I am. It's like a side thing that I do sometimes. Um, but my main company is, you know, iMedia Exposure. Okay. Uh, what, what did being an agent and, and being in the real estate industry in general, like how did that prepare you, you think, for uh, the, the role you do now for helping people with social media and branding? Well, I think a lot about marketing in general is understanding what people want, understanding that there are a ton of emotions that go into purchasing things. So whether it be problems you're solving, needs that you're having, or, you know, with real estate, I think one of, to be a great agent is to really understand those needs and 
be able to be supportive. Buying a property is probably one of the largest things that many people will purchase. And so there's so many emotions in there. So if you can really understand and listen to your clients, help them through the process of finding what they want and managing their expectations, because I think everyone's like, yeah, I want, you know, a 5,000 square foot house and I want to spend like a quarter of what actually I need to spend for it. So it's about kind of really guiding that process in, and with marketing, it's understanding what people need, how to provide them in the manner that they want to receive it in and being able to solve their problems. So I think kind of understanding people and their needs is really what marketing is about. It's not just throwing things at the wall and hoping it sticks. It's really understanding people. What do you think real estate agents are good at specifically when it comes to marketing, social media, branding? And then what do you think, you know, they, they typically could do better or, you know, things they should do more of or things they should do less of? Yeah. So one of the things of the people that I see that are really great as like agents is that they brand themselves as that. And what I never wanted to do, you know, I have my license. However, it's not something that I ever wanted to do as like a full-time thing. Like I help people, family, you know, when it is kind of a need, but I don't go out there and source any business because I never wanted to rebrand myself as that. You know, everyone knows me as like marketing and like events and fashion in that space. And that can be done for everyone. You know, uh, what I can do can do be done for any industry. However, I made a brand for myself and you can go and look up my name, look up my company name on a Google search and you will find tons and tons of like press or information about that. And what I found with the agents that are doing really well is that they branded themselves as that real estate agent. They're going out there and putting themselves like getting press, you know, doing interviews, writing blog posts, and really being that go-to person. They're out there giving tips, answering the questions on their social media. And I think that that's really important for people to believe and trust and know that you know what you're talking about and you're sharing that information so that it proves that you know what you're talking about. What I see that kind of maybe a missing is that people aren't actually sharing maybe a lifestyle story. So for example, there's some people that will just show house after house after house on their social media and it ends up looking kind of like a catalog. And quite frankly, we don't want to necessarily look at a catalog. If we wanted to look at a catalog, we would go on to Zillow, we would go on to MLS, and we would just look up like those things if we wanted that catalog view. What social media allows us to do is provide a glimpse of a lifestyle. So for example, this one agent who does really well showcases the whole community so they'll put up a house and some of the key accents. So they'll put up a photo slideshow with the house and all of the pictures of the house. Then they'll go on to tell the story of that location. For example, if it's next to a beach, maybe there is a photo of the beach. So if you move into this house, you now have access to this beach. Or maybe there's a lovely cafe that you can go in and get your morning coffee and you showcase that. Maybe there's a library or a really nice park for the kids. 
So once you showcase that house and maybe some of the accents, maybe they have, you know, a marble entryway that, you know, is really show stopping. Having all these key elements and incorporating the community into that really gives more of a picture of, okay, I want to live in this community. I love this house, but also that's super cool. Like I want to go to that cafe every morning. Oh, my kids can play here. So it's really telling that whole story of what, you know, it, it would feel like to be there. What, um, now those are all, I think, great tips and points. Well, what do you think in general, just for anyone, you know, maybe they're new to branding or you know need to do a better job of it like what is your like framework or kind of overall strategy that you like to walk a new client through so we always start off with a couple of different things so what is your your elevator pitch so i help x do y you know that elevator pitch that you can literally say this is what i do not like oh i just do I sell real estate. You know, what is that actual pitch that makes you unique? What is your unique selling proposition? Then we take a look at brand colors. So a lot of people work for agencies that might be a certain color. Maybe you want to create more colors. Maybe you want to have your own personalized website that is really telling about your story, which I definitely suggest every agent have their own personal website that has all of their information and has more of a personal touch. Because when you're working with an agent, it's not really just about them being an agent. It's about, do I like them? Do I vibe with them? Do I want to hang out with them on Saturdays and Sundays and go to open houses or go to showings? So it's a lot more of like that personal kind of stuff. So people want to understand that. So you want to take a look at your brand colors and what your brand style is. Are you selling penthouses? Are you do, are, is your style you know, farming country, beach houses, cottages, and you can sell all of them, but what is the style that you're gonna have as your aesthetic on your websites, on your pages? So creating that kind of aesthetic, creating a brand board with your colors and style is like number one. Then two, who are you gonna target? Of course you want any buyers and any sellers, but who are you gonna really target? in creating the story and narrative about what they're looking for. You know, maybe it's people that are young professionals that aren't married yet and they're looking for condos. Maybe it is people that are looking to move to have their kids go in good school systems. So really, really figuring out your target demographics and then detailing out who they are, where they hang out, what things they like, where can you find them online and then starting a conversation with them that way. Take a look at your competitors. You know, we always do that. Look to see who's best in class and it doesn't necessarily need to be in your city or your region. You can literally look at, you know, LA, Miami, Boston, New York, wherever it may be and see who's really doing an amazing job there and see what kinds of things you wanna implement into your strategies as well. So we kind of start off with that aesthetic then knowing who your customer is, seeing what your competitors are doing, and then creating messaging. So what is that unique selling proposition? What is that messaging that defines who you are? And what kind of tone are you going to talk in? Like, are you going to be the factual person? Are you going to be the casual? Are you going to be the best friend? Are you going to, you know, what, what how are you going to present that information? Because that tone matters on who you're connecting with online. Hey, hold that thought for a minute.
Are you a real estate agent in the DMV area or thinking about becoming a real estate agent in the DMV area? Why not join the highest selling team in the DMV? The Kerry Scholl team is hiring more agents. We have the best training systems, the best culture, and the best environment to get you to the next level, whether that's starting out and getting to six figures or getting from six figures to 250 or to half a million or even beyond. Go to kerryshawcareers.com. Again, that's kerryshawcareers.com. I really, I really like that one about studying your competitors and real estate's kind of unique, you know, in a lot of ways because you can, you can go study the the best three, four, five, 10, 20 people, 50 people even like in the, the world at it, right? People that are doing lots of deals uh, and they may not be doing any in your market or your area, right? So you can, you can really learn from those people and, and implement, you know, some of the, the, the better practices that they're doing with your own spin on it, of course, but, uh, you know, tailored to your market and you're kind of able to benefit from the top people without having to really directly compete with them in most cases. Yeah, exactly. And even if they're like the way they're taking their pictures or how their website's laid out, or maybe signing up for their email letters. You know, one of my good friends um, lives in Miami and another good friend lives in New York and I get their email marketing and I just keep getting their email marketing. But what I like is to see how they're presenting information. So the one in New York talks about different things that are happening, like different things that are happening in communities. And if he's presenting a property for sale, he'll incorporate what the what's going on in that community, what things are there to do in that community. And so that's super cool. You're like, oh yeah, I wanna live there. Oh yeah, that's close to that thing and that thing. And then my friend in um, Miami will incorporate design and improvement um, blog posts inside of his email blast. So it will show the property for sale and then talk about a design detail that you can add. And so it's like, okay, that there, there are different ways to present it rather than be like, here's a listing. It's like, I'm not looking to buy in those markets, but I still read the emails and keep the emails because I'm like, oh, that's cool to know what's going on there. And oh, that's cool for those design and home improvement tips. Which, which platforms do you recommend? You brought up email marketing. Um, you've got a bunch of icons on your screen there, social media icons, I see. Uh, which social media platforms do you think real estate agents should spend the most time on? So it depends on like what their actual results are. When we post out for our clients, we post out onto all of the platforms. And when we do engagement, we focus on Instagram and on LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, it's definitely asking for an offer or to connect. Um, it's definitely not to like be like, hi, I want to be a real estate agent. Like, you know, it's, but like, I'd love to have like a coffee chat, see, you know, what you're up to, whatever, whatever. Like, it's more of a conversation. Everyone gets sold to so much on LinkedIn that it's hard to actually connect with people. Yeah, I can't, I can't really use it any, I mean, I get so many messages in my, my inbox on it now that it's like kind of not useful. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. Everyone, or more, more challenging, I should say. Just yeah, it's definitely more challenging. It's like the hard sell on, in the 
inbox. It's like, I don't even know you. Well, it's up with the hard sell. Like if you have something to offer me that's a value, and that's another thing, like having some sort of valuable thing to offer somebody like, oh, hi, I see that you're an interior designer. I would love to connect with you and, and have you be a, a referral partner because interior designers are inside of people's homes and these people might be the ones that are staging the house to sell or they might be the ones that the person's like, hey, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking to move. So, and working with people like that, like, or connecting with the plumber, connecting and building up your referral network is a great way to kind of connect with people and builds like your team of, you know, non-official salespeople for you. On Instagram, you can literally just connect with people and be conversational. So on an Instagram page, showcasing a community and then maybe going out and chit-chatting. And it doesn't have to be a direct sale. It can be like, wow, that's a great photo. I love that skyline. Or, um, you know, I love that restaurant. So my favorite thing there is the tacos, you know, whatever it may be, but in a conversational way. So usually with engagement, you keep it casual on Instagram and you like a couple of people's photos, you comment on some things, something relevant that makes sense and you follow them. And chances are, if they're interested in what you're doing or they think you're cool, they'll follow you back or at least comment back. And so that part of the engagement on Instagram is how you actually like grow your followers. You find people that are in your communities, like-minded people, and then you just start a human conversation with them about anything. <laughs> what about what about reels? Are you are you spending more time uh, you know or, or having people spend more time making reels on Instagram? Yeah, for sure. So for those of you that don't know what reels are, it's um, essentially the video making tool on Instagram. And I think that Facebook slash Instagram created that to compete with TikTok. Reels let you kind of conjoin videos and photos into like a story and you can post them on your feed. The great thing about this is that Instagram so badly wants us to use Reels and not to use TikTok that the algorithm for Reels gets more views. And so that's a super helpful tool. Videos also are, you know, boost your algorithm, but the Reels boost it even more. And the thing is with those kinds of things is that where you can be scrolling on your phone and if it's a still picture, you might just scroll by, but if it's something you like, you'll, you'll pause. But if something starts moving in your phone as a video, it's just human behavior, like nature that will stop and look at it. Like it was like, what is this? And you'll, you'll watch it for like at least four seconds. And that helps with your algorithm because that human reaction to stop and watch something that's moving helps boost your views on your page. Um, so it definitely helps and I definitely recommend doing reels, at least trying to do one reel a week um, definitely helps boost that algorithm. There's for business pages, there's limited music you can use. So that's kind of annoying. You don't get all of like the top songs as you would get on your personal page. And then TikTok has way better transitions and like different things that you can do. The only thing is if you create a TikTok and then put it on your reel, they'll pixelate the video quality 
So I don't love that, but you can make your own videos on like a, your phone or whatever and add your own music and then add it to reels if you want to get fancy with it. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's going to continue to get even more important. I think, I think Instagram just put out a statement recently where they, they said they're a video platform. So they're, you know, I, I know they started as pictures, right. And then they kind of adapted uh, stories that was, I think, to compete with uh, Snapchat. And then now I, I feel like reels, uh, they really adapted to, you know, compete with TikTok, like you said. So it's, it's just kind of interesting that they, they started off as photos and now like they, I think it was like yesterday or in the last week, they, they came out and said like, we are a video platform. Well, if they're going to make claims to being a video platform, they got to gotta get better on their video editing tools in there. Yeah, I, I do agree with you on that the TikTok, um the experience of making you know a video on TikTok is, is just a lot better uh than the, compared to reels yeah the experience the ease the amount of tools the look that they're just yeah i would love for instagram to uh hold fast to that statement and you know do some more features because then it would have us have the ability to make better content. Because right now, a lot of the times we will create those videos on a computer and then put them as a reel because we just have better access to making better videos that way. Are, are, you, are you having your clients uh, or make or helping them make a, a lot of TikTok content now as well? We're not doing a lot of TikTok content. Um, we started doing more so for like our restaurant clients. A lot of our consultant business coach clients are a bit older and it's not as organic and natural for them to get on there and do stuff like that. So we're trying to do that. We're trying to shoot more like B-roll and getting them to do things. Um, we don't really have many lifestyle personal brands where they'll get out there and dance and do whatever. Um, you know, even for myself, I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not getting out there and being corny. Like, even though those are the videos that people want to see and that actually like get more views, I'm like, it's just hard for like a lot of people that have like a corporate mindset to get into the fact of like, let's be more playful. Hey, that's a great thought. But let me get to this question that I just got from one of my followers uh, right to my phone. Uh, by the way, did you know you can text me? at 703-215-1684. This is a new thing I've rolled out. I'm letting my listeners and uh, people that subscribe and follow me on social media connect with me directly to my phone on text message. It's me answering them and, and responding. You can ask me anything about real estate, investing, business, whatever. Just text 703-215-1684 and I will respond to you. Well, it, it does seem like more and more people are, are on it. I've certainly seen more uh, realtor, real estate accounts, you know, popping up. So I, I do think if you're a real estate agent, you know, the sooner you jump on the platform and, and learn how to use it, uh, the better you're going to be. Because the organic reach on it is it's mind boggling compared to the other platforms. And yeah, TikTok has a great, like it's crazy, the organic reach. And that might 
that's probably not going to be there forever. Like they introduced promoted post recently and, you know, like the other platforms at some point, it really won't matter how many followers you have. Like, you know, if you, if you want your post to get out in front of a lot of people, you're probably going to have to, to pay for it, you know, unless you've already built up a, a lot of following. So I do think there's like this window of opportunity on TikTok for, for people to take advantage of. Yeah, for uh, sure. And that window might be closing. I think that, you know, this going through the whole pandemic and people just being at home, watching TikTok videos and making TikTok videos all of the time really helped with like that grow so rapidly. Um, but yeah, I definitely have been uh, trying to get clients on board to like the whole TikTok train because it's true you know you can have literally like 60 followers on there and get at least 500 views on a video without even doing anything yeah and you can't you can't really do that on any other platform I, I remember the I think like the third post I ever did which was like two years ago on it it was like just like someone in our office mixing a drink something really really dumb I think it got like 900,000 views and I, I have no idea why, but, um, you know, and then I've, I've kind of was on and off the app for a while. And this year I really started going like very focused on making just real estate content on there, but it's always been interesting to me. Like my third post on the app got like almost a million views. And I had like 10 followers at the time. Wow. That's awesome. And that's, you said two years ago. So you literally yeah. like, when in there, when it was, everyone was starting to like, be like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I wish back then I was like making real estate content on it. I really didn't start to focus on it, you know, because TikTok is one of, I think, compared to the other platforms, they reward you the more you stay in your niche, right? So you can, like, if, if you're, you know, in real estate and you post about real estate, they're going to keep pushing that out to people that are interested in real estate. Um, I think the other platforms, yeah, you can, you can post more about your life and other things and, and that's kind of fine, but TikTok really wants you to stay in your niche. Yeah. Cause they want to classify the videos. So when people are looking for like specific things, so that makes sense. I think that like they did a great job of like, creating their algorithm, creating the tools that you can use in there. Um, the ease of like, you can, anybody can make really cool looking videos. What, um, what are some things that you're advising your clients to do now that you maybe weren't a year ago? So we've always really focused online. Um, I don't think there's anything that has been different then from a year ago, because a year, that's not very long of a time. Um, I definitely have more clients creating um, automated funnels. So that's one of the things that are super important. So an automated funnel will be some sort of opt-in to some sort of freebie thing that you're gifting to people, something that they want, not like a sign up for my mailing list, because nobody really wants that. <laughs> Um, but some sort of, and this was kind of, we were always doing this, but, you know, doing more diversified opt-ins. So not just having only one, but really being very specific on what demographic it is, 
what that opt-in is and what it, that automated chain of emails and follow-up is gonna look like. Um, so focusing on more diversified funnels. So like webinars, videos, PDF downloads, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. So I think that, you know, in the real estate industry, there's a lot of people that would be interested in understanding market trends in their neighborhood or how do I even start the process or how do I organize all of this information? It might be overwhelming. I keep getting 18 million different emails from uh, like a listing service. How do I kind of use the back end customer portal section so I can manage the properties that I'm actually interested in? So I think that like a lot of these webinars teaching people to feel comfortable. And then it's a great way for agents to really showcase what they know. And so people can feel comfortable with no strings attached kind of thing. And then from there doing, they go on the webinar and then the next could be like, hey, let's set up a call to go uh, over what you're looking for with an automated link too. So I... I make all my clients have a booking system. So not this like, oh, I'm available at 11. Oh, I'm not. Like the back and forth with the emails of like setting up appointments is like one of my pet peeves and it just takes so much time. So I make all of my clients have an online booking service where people can book for different things. So whether it be a showing at a particular property, like usually on their listing side, it will be for each one of those listings, there'll be booking links or to have a virtual call. Like, let me answer your questions. Like, what do you need help with? Um, or you wanna schedule a showing for something so you can make that request of a particular thing and then you have like an automated like booking system. It just makes it a lot easier than doing like the back and forth thing. Right, so it's, it's just automated through like Calendly or Schedule Once or, I mean, there's a lot of them out yeah, there. Yeah, there's so many, like Acuity, um, Square, if people have Squarespace websites, they just partnered up with Acuity. So they're running their scheduling platform on Acuity. There's Calendly, there's so many of them. Awesome. Well, yeah, I, I love, I love, you know, being able to offer a webinar or video or download and then like have them go right to something where they can automatically book, you know, an appointment with you without, like you said, the back and forth on the email. So it's, it's nice to automate that. That's uh, something we've definitely increased over the last year or so uh, and had, had great results with it. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, even when people have that, like contact us on their website, I'm like, how, who wants to fill that out? Like, I don't want you to contact me back. I want you to tell me what I want right now. Right. Because I don't want you to ask me, oh, so yeah, yeah. And then we have to go back and forth. So a lot of people will avoid those contact forms on a website because it's like, all right, that's like an hour of my life gone <laughs> before I get my results. Well, this has been... Uh amazing so far. You've just given so much great content advice. Uh, I always like to wrap up with a hyper fast round if you're ready for some uh, rapid fire questions and answers. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's the biggest mistake you see people doing on social media? Having it look like a hot mess. 
and not curating their photos and content. So it looks like, nope, it's visually unappealing. What's the, uh, the best way for an established agent who's you know, obviously successful already, uh, but hasn't been on social media yet, what's the best way for them to implement this in their business? Create a marketing plan, goals, objectives, and actionable items on how to achieve those. What do you think is something that a lot of people in the real estate industry are doing today that five years from now they won't be doing? Huh. I feel like there'll be more virtual showings. I don't know. Uh, that's tough. Because I feel like a lot of the same things have been being done for the last like 30 years. So more but more, more migration to virtual. Yeah, I, I think more migration to virtual, um, more online kind of interactive type things. All right. What's the biggest uh, business challenge you've ever had and how did you overcome it? Hmm. I guess knowing how to like take that next level of up leveling and growing. And I hired coaches and listened to experts that have had years more experience. And instead of having to like figure out this map of my, on my own, I was like, all right, I'm gonna pay you. You're gonna tell me what to do right now. And I'm gonna get to point A to point B a lot quicker than me like weaving around trying to figure it out. I think hiring coaches and getting people to do the things that you might not be clear about yourself so that you can focus on what you're really good at is I think probably the best advice that I was given and that I took. Okay. Uh, last one. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? In 10 years from now, I would like to have grown my team to at least 50 people. And I am speaking on stages all around the world well, I do that now, but like more. Um, and yeah, lots of beaches. There's a lot of beaches in my future. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much. Uh, you've given our listeners a ton of value today. If people want to learn more about what you do or how to work with you or want to connect with you on social media, what are the best ways for them to do that? So everyone can connect with me at iMedia, so the letter I, Media Exposure, on any social media platform. On Instagram, that's a great way. Um, if you click the link on my bio, it has a complimentary 20-minute strategy session. We'll, we'll go over your online presence, and I'll give you some tips and tricks on how to grow that. Um, I also have a free mastermind group that meets Tuesdays at noon, um, so you can hop on there. So there's a ton of... Um, free offerings that I have on the link on my Instagram page. Um, so it's at iMedia Exposure and also my website's at uh, iMediaExposure.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for Hannah. This has been amazing uh, for all of our listeners and you know, on YouTube and, and uh, iTunes and all the platforms. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you got a ton of value out of this and you definitely should have, please Share it with someone that you think could benefit and we'll see you next time.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.